Torah, calling believers from man's institutions to God's instructions. If you're tired of being the weird one in your group of Christian friends, this episode is for you. I'm Tim. And I'm Miss. If you could use a little encouragement to stay on the path, keep listening. You can email us at redpilltorah at gmail.com. Follow us on redpilltorah.podbean.com. Find us at our website, www.redpilltorah.com, as well as on Facebook, Twitter, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Deezer, TuneIn, Spotify, Listen Notes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, Pandora, Tumblr, and YouTube. We love to hear from you. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And a big shout out to our listeners in Pennsylvania and Australia. Mm -hmm. You know, Mama, these days, there's a lot of pressure to conform and to compromise. And it comes from so many different directions. We've met people who are pressured to conform to keep their jobs, to keep their businesses going, to keep friends, to preserve the appearance of peace, and for a host of other reasons. All too often, the pressure entices them to compromise on following Elohim's instructions. I'd agree, Daddy. Since we took that initial red pill, we've realized that there are other red pills that we had to take. Mm -hmm. And they were based solely on what Scripture said, as opposed to church doctrine that we've adopted through our Christian walk. Now, that's not to say we didn't learn anything important during that time, but some of the things that we did learn, we discovered to be traditions. And those traditions caused a strain in relationships because we chose not to compromise. Mm -hmm. While reading the Revelation recently, I read Yeshua's mention of the Nicolaitans. The assembly in Ephesus hated what the Nicolaitans were doing, and so did Yeshua. The Ephesians did not compromise or conform, and I wondered, what were these deeds that the Nicolaitans were doing that Yeshua hated? Hmm. You know, that's a great question, Mama. No believer should want to be within a foot of any deeds that Yeshua hates, you know? That's right. We need to know what that is so that we can be sure to avoid it. The scripture is found in Revelations chapter 2 that you were referring to. So starting at verse 1, it says, To the angel of the Messianic community in Ephesus, write, Here is the message from the one who holds the seven stars in his right hand and walks among the seven golden candlesticks. Hey, miss, that sounds like a menorah, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. More on that in a future podcast. Anyway, back to verse 2. I know what you have been doing, how hard you've worked, how you have persevered, and how you can't stand wicked people. So you tested those who call themselves emissaries but aren't, and you found them to be liars. You are persevering, and you have suffered for my sake, Yeshua said, without growing weary. But I have this against you. You have lost the love you had at first. Therefore, remember where you were before you fell. Turn from this sin and do what you used to do before. Otherwise, I will come to you and remove your menorah from its place if you don't turn from your sin. But you have this in your favor. You hate what the Nicolaitans do. I hate it too. Those who have ears, 
Let them hear what the Spirit is saying to the Messianic communities. Yeshua mentioned these same Nicolaitans later in chapter 2, starting at verse 12. It says, To the angel of the Messianic community in Pergamum, write, Here is a message from the one who has the sharp double-edged sword. I know where you are living, there where the adversary's throne is. Yet you are holding on to my name. You did not deny trusting me at the time when my faithful witness, Antipas, was put to death in your town, there where the adversary lives. Nevertheless, I have a few things against you. You have some people who hold to the teaching of Bilam, who taught Balak to set a trap for the people of Israel, so that they would eat food that had been sacrificed to idols and commit sexual sin. Likewise, you too have people who hold to the teaching of the Nicolaitans. Therefore, turn from these sins, otherwise I will come to you very soon and make war against them with the sword of my mouth. Those who have ears, let them hear what the Spirit is saying to the Messianic communities. To him winning the victory, I will give some of the hidden manna. I will also give him a white stone on which is written a new name that nobody knows except the one receiving it. Mm, nice, Mama. So here's what we found about the Nicolaitans. Some writers say that they were followers of Nicholas, the proselyte from Antioch mentioned in Acts chapter 6. I'll just read a little of that. Starting at verse 1, it says, Around this time, when the number of disciples was growing, the Greek-speaking Jews began complaining against those who spoke Hebrew that their widows were being overlooked in the daily distribution. So the twelve called a general meeting of the disciples and said, It is inappropriate that we should neglect the word of Elohim in order to serve tables. Brothers, choose seven men from among yourselves who are known to be full of the spirit and wisdom. We will appoint them to be in charge of this important matter. But we ourselves will give our full attention to praying and to serving the word. What they said was agreeable to the whole gathering. They chose Stephen, a man full of faith, and the Ruach HaKodesh, Philip, Prochorus, Nicanor, Timon, Parmenius, and Nicholas, who was a proselyte from Antioch. So we infer that in naming Nicholas as a proselyte, he was a convert to Judaism. We do not know what religion he converted from. Others suggest that these people were called Nicolaitans because Nico means conquer and Laet means people. Nicolaitans were those who ruled over the laity or the people. Their deeds seem to include instructing the people to depend only upon the grace of Yeshua, but not encourage obedience in works that accompany faith. This one-sided salvation led to the breaking of the law of Moshe something Yeshua spoke against in Matthew chapter 5. Remember that he did not come to destroy the Torah, but to fulfill it? There are still others who believe that the Nicolaitans taught compromise. They taught that followers of Yeshua could incorporate some of the pagan activities, including sexual immorality, in order to win non-believers to Christ. Whatever the actual sin of the Nicolaitans was, it appeared to be in exact opposition to the word of Jehovah 
and something we as believers should avoid at all costs. That's for sure. Anything that adds or takes away from following the Father's instructions is something that Yeshua would hate. And any of these descriptions of the Nicolaitans should be a problem for believers in the Elohim of Israel. When we started this podcast, we were talking about pressure to conform or compromise. Any of these doctrines that Miss described represents a compromise of the standards of Elohim and an example of conforming to this world. Maybe your experience has been like some of the people we described at the beginning of the podcast. Maybe you feel pressured to compromise or pressure to stop eating according to Elohim's instructions or pressure to stop celebrating the Creator's holy times. If so, we hope to encourage you to stand firm today. Believers all around the world are awakening to the Hebrew foundations of faith in the Messiah. We are embracing the depth and richness of His Word while still relying on the sacrifice and resurrection of Yeshua for salvation. We think about how we felt when we first started Red Pill Torah. Who would listen to us? We didn't even know how people would find us. We just left it up to Jehovah and started sharing. By His grace, people all over the world found Red Pill Torah, and they started listening, sharing, and subscribing. Together, we are part of the awakening, this last day move of the Ruach HaKodesh. We are not alone, and we don't have to conform to pressure or compromise the message of Yeshua. We are accepted in the Beloved. So what would you do if you discovered that the way you live your life and some of your beliefs were out of line with God's instructions. Would you take the blue pill and continue to compromise so that your family and friends won't browbeat you? Or would you take the red pill and follow the prompting of the Ruach HaKodesh to plant seeds of righteousness? Only you can answer that question. The descriptions of what may be the Nicolaitan doctrine sounds like what we've seen in recent times. Tolerance for sinful behaviors, compromising biblical standards to make worship more appealing to the masses, and a quest for titles and positions of power amongst the believers in the assembly. We must reject those ways and follow Elohim's instructions. We pray that you are encouraged to do just that. Follow Elohim's instructions. Well, that's it for today's podcast. Please go back and listen again to what we've shared and talk about it with your family and friends. Thank you for spending 15 or so minutes with us at Red Pill Tour where you can 